Chapter Thirty-Five: Divine Protection and Provision. In early 2020, when the global pandemic of coronavirus hits the world, our whole family was still in America doing ministry school together. As I watched the world news evolve, countries all over the world started to go into full lockdown. Fear, uncertainty, and chaos was in the air. Somehow, in the midst of all the madness around the world, I felt the peace of God even more real to me. When I prayed, I kept hearing the whispers of God: "Fear not, for I am with you. Be still." And know that I am God. Enter into my rest. I felt God putting a hedge of protection over our family, and I felt very safe and secure, even though we were in the midst of a pandemic, living in a foreign country, thousands miles away from home. Because our school campuses all needed to be closed, we had to do online school instead. Thank God for technology. That was probably the steepest learning curve we all had to embrace, but God was so near to us, even in our most challenging hours. We were blessed to have a close-knit community that really watched out for each other. The amount of encouragement, support, love, and care we had for each other was outrageous. With chaos going on around the world. God predestined our whole family to be in a safe place and protected us from all harm. He surrounded us with the best community of people. We couldn't think of a better place to be other than where God placed us, and for that we were deeply thankful. The pandemic lockdown also meant that we had more family time together. I had friends who found it so difficult to spend the days with their family at home. But it wasn't the case for us. We had no problem enjoying each other's company in our cozy home. One of the many highlights was seeing our children developing their passion for cooking. We got to enjoy their creative and scrumptious homemade cuisine. What a treat! From Bible studies to watching movies and playing board games together, we treated each day as a blessing from the Lord. I guess. We've learned to make the most of the situation, regardless of what happened around us, because the joy of the Lord is with us. The full lockdown was soon loosened up in our county, and we were free to go out without wearing masks as long as we maintained social distance with others. We got to enjoy the freedom of going out for walks, breathing the fresh air, doing exercise. And appreciating the beauty of nature, while our friends and family back home still needed to be quarantined at home or wearing masks when they went out. I even have friends telling me that they had to separate from their spouse or children because they couldn't fly back to their home country. I began to realize even more how blessed we were, even though the world had turned upside down. We remain thankful to God every day, praising His name, praying for people, and being a blessing to others. In addition to the quality family time we had, I also got to spend a lot more time with the Lord. 
God has specifically instructed me to stop watching the news and social media because He wanted to take me into a deeper relationship with Him, as well as praying and interceding for the people. So I obeyed and did just that. Oh, how I love my intimate time with the Lord. Each day I feasted on His Word and received His love, His life, His peace, His wisdom, His strength, and so much more. God brought me to a state of rest with Him that I've never experienced before. It was the best season of my life, and I'm not exaggerating. It sounds ridiculous even now when I'm documenting these experiences, but that's the blessing of having God in our life. He is God Almighty, and in Him there is no darkness, no fear, no lack, but full of life, joy, peace, love, and hope that surpasses understanding. Towards the end of our second year of ministry training, most countries were still in lockdown, including our home country. We had to stay in America due to air travel restriction. We also need to decide whether to pursue our third years of ministry school or not. We prayed together and asked the Lord for direction. A few weeks went by, I received a text message from a random realtor back in Asia asking me if I'd like to sell one of our investment properties. It was a newly built six-bedroom bungalow with an outdoor swimming pool. We have spoken to a number of realtors about selling this property in the last 12 months but we've never had a solid offer. When I got the text from this realtor, I wasn't too carried away by him. So I text him back briefly about our interest to sell the property and our target selling price. The realtor surprised me by his prompt reply. He said, My client is keen to buy your house. What's your best price? May I ask, when he can view your unit and when will you be back from America? I replied to the realtor with a short text. Thank you for getting back to me so quickly. The price that I gave you is the best price. And due to international air travel restriction, we have to stay in America until further notice. There's really not much we can do right now until we can come back. I really appreciate your interest and I look forward to hearing from you. That night, I prayed to God and thanked Him for His potential buyer. But deep down, God knew my heart. I actually didn't think that the sale would go through. I thought to myself, we have a pandemic and most people are in fear right now. People are losing their jobs or at the edge of closing their businesses. Why would a guy buy a big house right now? He's probably one of those investors who wanted to test the market. Then God spoke to me. You are thinking too much. What if I want to show you something that only I can do? What if I want to bless you so you can bless others? God's word came like a double-edged sword piercing through my mind and my heart. All my doubts vanished in the presence of his word. His voice shook me to the core and immediately my belief changed from doubting if our house could be sold to really expecting God's miracle to be unveiled, I suddenly found myself having an unshakable faith 
knowing with certainty that our house was about to be sold, and I was thrilled. The next evening, I got a text from the realtor again, and he basically told me that his client was prepared to pay the price I offer. He didn't need to visit our house, and he could pay the deposit any time. I burst out in laughter after I saw the text. Everything suddenly turned to our favor. It was remarkable. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath, marvel at the goodness of God. I told my heavenly Father, "You are so good to us. What have we done to even deserve this?" And I heard Him saying this to me, "Because I love you." Immediately, my Father's tangible loving presence filled my heart again, and I could feel the weight of His glory surrounding me. It was so marvelous to behold. I lay down on the floor. And worship him until I felt asleep. I woke up the next morning feeling revived. The provisional agreement for sales and purchase was already in my email inbox, ready to be signed. But before I signed the document, a few questions came to my mind: Do we need to fly back to Asia to sign the sales and purchase agreement in person? What if we couldn't go back on time for signing? How can we do a proper handover of the unit to the buyer when we are in America? In a split second, I became aware that I was overthinking too much again. I have forgotten what God told me, and underestimate what He could do. I caught myself with unbelief, and I immediately repented to God. It was a great faith-building experience for me, and thank God for calling me higher. To have faith in Him again. After repented, I was brought back to God's rest again, and supernatural confidence in the Lord came upon me. Sure enough, God gave us supernatural favor, wisdom, and strategies. The house was successfully sold and handed over to the buyer while we were still in America. God has shown me again that in Him, nothing is impossible. With the sale of our house, God told me that the proceeds would be enough to cover all the living costs of the third year of our ministry school, and even with the excess to bless others. That would be the third year God provided for our whole family financially. It was a dream come true. I thought to myself, "How can we even comprehend God's love and kindness to us? How can we even live without Him?" In that moment of gratitude, deep within me, birthed forth a longing for the whole world to know Him, and be loved by Him. I've learned that even in the midst of chaos and unrest, nothing could stop a sovereign God from protecting and providing for His own children. In fact, I found that God's extravagant love and power shines even brighter in the midst of darkness. As we put our full trust in Him, that's why we're called to be the salt and the light, and in Him there is no darkness.